Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, dear friends, to week 29 of 2021. Pam is going to provide for us, as always, the most accurate and most useful forecast for the week, starting with July 19th, Monday. And as always, I'm going to jump in at the end for our 10-minute meditation. And uh, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, happy summer. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, happy winter. And happy Pam, how are you doing? What's up this week? <laughs> oh, all's pretty happy with me. Thanks so much. So let's, although I am about to talk about the moon in Scorpio, which is, um, you know, for me personally, <clears throat> it can be very, happy energy, but Scorpio is very much about um, savoring, experiencing, being very present in the space. Uh, Scorpio energy for some people feels a bit um, intense. And yet when we look at Monday the 19th, it's a day that can be incredibly rich. One of the things to be aware of, however, is that especially for some of us, if we have a challenged Moon-Mars aspect or a challenged Moon-Venus aspect, we can feel a sense of emotional upset. So let me explain that a little better. In the wee hours of the morning on the 19th, there's a moon-Mars configuration that's challenging. So some people may feel uh, emotionally wrought, uh, angry, frustrated, a sense of uh, why me or no one listens to me. And so you can encounter short tempers either within yourself or with someone who you're interfacing with. If you're just alone, it may be a sense of uh, not really getting what your needs met or not feeling like you're getting what you want. And this can intensify as the morning goes on because of the moon Venus picture later in the morning. And what that does is it's just for some of us that have a sense that if our needs are met, then we don't get what we want. Or if we get what we want, then our needs aren't met. And that may sound like, huh, to some people, but other people are like, oh, yeah, I know what that feels like. <laughs> so if you're one of those people, then this morning can feel very personal. And the positive of that is that you really start to recognize what sets you off 
or where the where the snares are in the emotional landscape that doesn't quite feed you or satisfy you or enable you to feel as though you're valued or you're valuing yourself. So I think that this day, especially in the morning, can give us a lot of personal insight or if you're not feeling triggered or affected by some of this, you may be dealing with someone who is. So be aware. It can be as simple as someone you have in a shop with a shop exchange or driving, the way someone reacts as you're driving. And the more aware we are of other people's emotional landscape when we're navigating our days, the more our days can be pleasurable and really present because if we're walking around in our little bubble, we're not really totally conscious of everything that's being offered us in the world. And sometimes what's offered us feels like, oh, a confrontation or a, or a snarl or a, something we didn't want to encounter. And yet all those experiences are part of what increases our emotional intelligence and spiritual awareness, as uncomfortable as it sometimes may feel, because we're always being offered greater insight to self when you look at the reality that we are all part of the whole. So to disengage is not to be totally conscious, aware, and present. And in Scorpio, it can feel very volatile. It can feel very threatening. And uh, I'm moving around. I'm traveling a bit right now personally. And one thing I've become hyper aware of when I'm kind of out of my little uh, bubble, as I said earlier, which a lot of people enter into now with Zoom, you know, we're in our little isolated environments and then we go out. <clears throat> and Scorpio is really all about survival on its most uh, base um, entry into Earth reality. And then as it enriches, it becomes more about how do we transcend and understand. So when you encounter these little survival barbs, which may be present on Monday morning, especially, uh, and you really meet them, then you hit points of transformation and transcendence. And that can be a wonderful way to start the week. So as of 1230, the moon goes void, of course, and the times I give her Eastern time. So please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. And the moon is void, of course, pretty much all of the afternoon until 5.08 p.m. when it enters the sign of Sagittarius. So this period of time, especially in Scorpio, is a great time to go into your well. So whether you're out in the world or at work or um, doing things that have to have you be very aware of surroundings, you're best in routine, in things that allow you personal awareness, personal sense of this is how I do that. And not to um, 
not to kind of push yourself too much in ways that have you demand making a decision, especially a contractual decision or uh, something that's like, um, should I buy this blue dress? I never wear blue because we're not really emotionally connected to outcome when the moon is void, of course. So once it goes into the sign of Sagittarius, then we're in a period of time that's very, very different than the Scorpio moon energy because it's fire, it's mutable, it moves, and it's what we call well aspected, where the moon travels. So it's booking. This is a very fast moving. If you were kind of clinging or staying in one thought mode uh, earlier in the day, you might find as you get into evening, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Or let's go there or let's explore that or let's dig deeper here. The, the one caveat to mention about this evening is um, all the shiny objects, you know, too many distractions and making a choice in late afternoon, early evening about what you're going to concentrate in will give you a far more productive evening than allowing yourself to go down many tangents. And as the evening goes on, one can get more targeted anyway. Uh, Sagittarius is the sign of the archer um, centaur. So it's like when you pull that bow back and you aim that arrow, the more targeted you're focused on, the richer the experience of what you're collecting, because it's about gathering, uh, wisdom, seeking, um, exploration. And when we're kind of all over the place with that, uh, it's we're not getting as much as when we just really focus on where we want to go with it. And so this can be a highly productive couple of days pretty much through uh, Wednesday the 21st uh, in the early evening. So how you're going to utilize this time, the next 48 hours, can really bring you a lot of very uh, fruitful results. So on Tuesday, the 20th, I would say just have fun with whatever the exploration experience is. Uh, fire air signs are just going to be like, wow, this is just everything. It's like I have an open road and I am moving forward with where I want to go, what I want to do and how I want to get there. And Wednesday has very similar energy. I should just mention that the early morning hours, we can feel a little misty eyed confusion and I think part of that is, is if you've had a very eventful couple of days, this is the time when you want to make sure you have some early morning meditation, head clearing activity. Because if you allow yourself that, the confusion abates and the mist rises and you're able to just go where you want to go as the day progresses. <laughs> And opportunities are very strong. 
as of uh, a little after 10 a.m. this morning into when the moon is void. So as I said earlier, 6.26 p.m. on this evening of, the, of Wednesday. So the, that late morning, afternoon, high productivity for success in anything that has to do with arts, finance, uh, romance, um, things that give us a sense of greater expansion and opportunity. When the moon is void, it's only void for a, a little, little bit of time, about 10 minutes, it enters uh, Capricorn, 6.36 p.m. And once in the sign of Capricorn, which again is not necessarily ah, incredibly comfortable energy for everybody, because Moon in Capricorn is very lean energy. It's what do we have to put in place to feel like we've constructed the frame of safety to give us the structure that's required to obtain what we need to obtain. And yet that may feel a bit limiting, especially coming off the Sagittarius moon high, but it actually can be incredibly productive. So I would say really, really utilize. I mean, I would use the early evening of Wednesday to get crystal clear of how you want to hone those opportunities. So it's like honing the diamond, like really, really putting pressure, focus, uh, concentration on what's most important to crystallize, bring into shape, focus, and uh, productivity over the next day or so. Because when you do that, you are, and, the, and Venus is entering Virgo, I should add, um, in the evening as of 8.37 p.m. for a few weeks. So with that very um, down to earth energy, we can, we can make something real. And as you've heard me speak for those who listen regularly, I mean, reality as the Indians say is Maya, it's an illusion, but we create our realities. And so if the reality you've created is not something you really want to live with right at the time, this is a really good time to adjust, modify, put into place uh, what needs to happen to have that feel more like comfortable in your skin. Capricorn is about boundaries. And so we're still in that um, period when we're crafting how we create uh, where we're going in this uh, waxing moon cycle as we head towards the full moon. So what is it that you're crafting that makes you feel comfortable in your skin? And so this is as we move towards that full moon, this is like the, the, the final stretch for full completion for some of our projects, but also real integration for what is helping me feel like 
the reality I've created is my own, you know, as long as we have that, because um, skin changes, uh, we all age, uh, life presents us with different episodes or events that we didn't anticipate, but every day is an opportunity to look at what you have and maximize the time. So don't rue what you don't have or think in terms of it's not here yet or in the future I'll be. Craft the present to be as, as transformational and as good a fit in your skin as you can get it to be. And working with that Venus in Virgo and the moon in Capricorn, uh, this is an excellent time to make that happen. On Tuesday, the sun enters the sign of Leo. So we're in what I consider the party time end of summer cycle. Um, party with reservation, of course, as we're uh, still in pandemic times. So with that kind of awareness, but it's, <clears throat> it's a creative energy and it does have this childlike um, curiosity and anticipation of Oh my God, I'm alive, aren't I special? With the moon and Capricorn, that's a kind of an easy compliment because the moon and Capricorn is looking at what, as I said earlier, the reality of the situation is. But the sun in Leo comes in and says, huh, let's stretch, let's, let's play. So some people may feel a little wounding, um, as we get into mid-afternoon, a sense of, oh, I can't play as much as I want to, or this doesn't really feel good, and it's the end of summer coming, and I didn't really get to, and how can I, and what can I make happen? So address that. Look in terms of how can I, or what can I, with certain modifications, and the creativity is so incredibly high on Thursday into Friday through, uh, through the entire morning. Morning on Friday, really, really high productivity morning. Utilize it, make the most of it. The moon goes for it, of course, 12.34 p.m. And I also want to mention that we are in full moon energy. Full moon happens at 10.37 p.m. It should be an absolutely gorgeous night. Depending on where you are on the planet, there should be tremendous clarity um, because what's happening is the Leo sun is lighting that moon in Aquarius. So it's informing the moon in Aquarius. And it's a really... I mean, all full moons integrate and do beautiful things when they happen. But this particular one is about how does your individual expression benefit humanity? And we all do that, whether we're conscious of it or not. So as I said, the moon void, of course, 1234 p.m. 
little uh, envelope of void, of course, energy until uh, pretty much the whole afternoon. It's in the sign of Capricorn. So that kind of total focus for a project at hand, clearing out, purging, doing what needs to be done to get to full integration uh, of that full moon. And so it enters Aquarius at 8.12 p.m. And the full moon, as I said, is at 10.37 p.m. So the way to utilize this to its maximum is any projects not yet completed or anything that you feel a sense of, I wanted to do, make happen, realize at this point in time, we want to look more at how do I integrate what is my unique expression of self into the greater consciousness? Because that's the way to use both arms of this full moon to have a sense of joyous realization that you came in, child of the universe, with a special gift. And even if you don't quite feel that today for whatever is going on in your personal life, know that that is truth and trust that and just sink into that energetically that you are here to be and shine your most beautiful self. So using this Aquarius moon energy that takes us through the weekend is not necessarily the easiest expression because it makes a picture with the planet Mars before it's done its cycle. So we may encounter, feel, express anger. So whether you're feeling it personally or you feel it's something you're encountering, recognize that this has to do with assertion, desire, expression. And so reflect, view, see who is not feeling as though they can assert, be, uh, activate their desires. Is it me? Is it my partner? Is it my child? Is it someone in my life? Is it the person yelling on the news? And how can we feel more a recognition of expression and make that something where we're using the fire as energy instead of having it burn and destroy. And so when we can turn that cauldron of energy to be fuel, then we can create and really continue to manifest greater humanity. So Saturday, highly productive day for those who are focused and really handling that fuel and energy correctly. Uh, Sunday can feel a bit more volatile because we're dealing again with all pistons charging and not necessarily in the directions everybody wants to or it's in their best interest to go. So the more conscious we can be with allowing people expression of whatever frustration might be going on, the more directed we can be to how to help them use that energy, that chi, in really productive ways. The moon goes void, of course, at 740 
14 p.m. And then the energy quiets down. Then it starts to become like much, much cooler. And it's void until 11.30 p.m. when it enters the sign of Pisces. And this is a total like, ooh, into the mystical realm, deep sleep, uh, take a bath, just discharge. And actually, I recommend the bath earlier when the moon is in the sign of Aquarius with that kind of erratic, like, we need to put this somewhere. Um, moon void, of course, in Aquarius, when it's not directed, can feel like, oh, everybody's all over the place. Nobody knows what they're saying, doing, or expressing. So it can be fun, or it can also feel incredibly erratic, like a child who's overtired. So if you're one of those overtired children, uh, be kind to yourself, give yourself like um, insular space or a place where you can just kind of discharge the energy so that then you can have a very restful sleep, which will bring you to the best place for a highly productive week. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay, everybody. Thank you, Pam. And uh, let's meditate on the beautiful self, which Pam talked about. I think that's a really nice place for us to keep coming back to again and again. So let's do a nice, quiet, simple, gentle meditation. Close your eyes. Make sure that you're sitting up straight with a nice straight back. And try and have your body in a position of symmetry as much as possible. We always do the straight back because our spine, our vertebrae, the spinal column contains the nervous system. And we want to have our nervous system nice and straight, uh, pointing up, grounded at the bottom so that we can tune in to the universe, tune in to the world around us and be in our most, uh, let's call it the most highest beneficial potential state. And as you just find that position, trying very hard to just accept where we're at whether this hurts or that hurts, whether our body's flexible or not, just accepting where we're at and beginning to take a few deeper breaths and just feeling the stillness, allowing our body to be heavy, allowing us to be still and grounded And then as we take a few deeper breaths, becoming more still and more quiet and allowing our mind to just slow down, just be in listening mode a little bit, just allowing for that little bit of stillness. Just a few minutes in our mostly completely busy day. 
And in the stillness, finding home, finding that spot that we remember so well to be home. Home that is beautiful. Home that is peaceful. And we can visualize at the very center of our heart a bubble, like a bubble of love, a bubble of sweetness, a bubble of gentleness and grace. And you can just visualize it like a beautiful pearly, like the mother of pearl shell with all the different lusters and colors through it. And just see that bubble as the container of your beauty, as the container of your essence. And it doesn't matter really what we look like, what we do. What really matters is what is in our heart? How do we love? How do we express love? And all the many manifestations of love, compassion and gratitude, understanding, these can all be seen as the various shades of love. Love of our family, love of ourself, love of our land, our, our nature, love of our friends, love of music. Just that thing that we call love, that connection, and we know it has a feeling in us, the feeling of to like something or to love something, to be engaged in something, to be interested. Just let that feeling be there strongly in you now. Let the love well up. Just think of anything, one thing or a thousand things that you love. Think of all of those things, things perhaps that have happened to you in the past, things that you're excited about happening in the future. Just bring all of the things into your mind, focusing on that feeling and really feel the love. Feel the excitement, feel the passion, the warmth, that, that kind of giddy feeling sometimes. And as you're feeling the love, visualizing it, seeing it, emotionally feeling it, thinking about it, this is all encompassing now, this experience. 
really deepen into the feeling. Like you're soaking all of the cells in your body. Let them all soak. Like you're in this great big bathtub full of love feelings and you dunk your head in. Or you're in a beautiful freshwater lake or a river or the ocean and just dunk yourself into that ocean of experience of love and remind every single cell in your body this is the feeling that I want to have, that I am. And set yourself up for the future. Train all of the cells in your body, all the neurons in your body, all of the thoughts in your mind. Retrain everything to come to this place of love. Retrain, reorganize and bring everything back to this place of love. And if you are someone who struggles to feel this, or if you'd like to feel more of it, then do this meditation every day, twice a day, 10 times a day, and start to retrain the body, retrain the mind, retrain the neural pathways, retrain yourself to be in this blissful, but still functioning, still totally able to do your work and do everything that you need to do, but we're doing it through this, literally this rose-coloured glass that tells us that love is the centre of everything, it is the meaning of life, and it is the way that we move forward, it is the way that we create, it is the way that we are here, in society, in civil society. And when I feel like this, I radiate it outwards to everything around me. When I feel like this, I am creating this in my environment. When I feel this love, when I breathe into this love, when I deepen into this love, when I soak in this love, I'm sharing this love of myself, love of everything with everyone around me and I am creating this world. And as we take a few deeper breaths, as we deepen more and more into that feeling in our body, we recognise, of course, that it's always there always present, always reachable, always a part of us. Taking a deep breath, thank you. We open our eyes. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. Have a wonderful week. Thank you, Pam. And we'll see you all next week for week 30.
Thanks so much, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.